0: All right. So um yeah. So today we're going to talk about an odd topic basically. We're going to talk about fandoms that you're surrounded by but have never gotten any interest in going into. It's just going to be an open-ended discussion where we're we're talking about the things that have interested us or or better yet not interested us but have been around us and been per- pervasive. Like examples like Warhammer was your biggest example or um Surprisingly enough, uh, I think me with Dungeons and Dragons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so it's just going to be me and Mike this week. And uh, we come to some interesting conclusions. We do have our usual segue. So, enough of that. Hit the music. I'm your freak of a- Okay, so you just recently discovered, personally, Warhammer?
1: I I wouldn't say I discovered it recently. I mean, I've known about it for years. I just never paid it any mind. And then a couple people I listened to on occasion kept on talking about how these books are great or kept on quoting, you know, I I mean, making quotes from the games. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, it exists. Quotes
0: like what? Quotes like what? Uh,
1: For the Emperor, a lot of that, (laughs) for the Emperor, (laughs) for
0: the Emperor,
1: for the Horde, Exterminatus,
0: Exterminatus, that's the, (laughs) that's the gothy shit, right,
1: so, so it's like, okay, I get it, you know, they're quoting these things, I know where it's from, but I never gave it any mind, but apparently it's, if you think about it, it's been around for a really long time, yeah. I see it in Europe when I visit Europe. Yeah. (laughs) It's in the peripheral wherever I go.
0: It's second only to D&D. Right, and in the end,
1: I I always thought to myself, and we were supposed to mention the topic of this discussion, um, which was uh, fandoms that I never got into that I kind of regret.
0: You don't have to spell out the topic. I think it'll happen organically. When they look at the podcast title, they see the topic. <laughs> well, well far
1: enough. I've mentioned it outright
0: now. Yeah, fandoms that are hard to get into—not
1: hard to get into—that you just, for whatever reason, you yourself have a mental block about.
0: A mental Maybe block.
1: it is too hard to get into. Maybe like like with ET, for me it feels like it's past the expiration date. I'm never going to watch it. You know that kind of thing.
0: I didn't watch ET either, so I guess <laughs> it's both of us. Maybe we we're right. weren't in that circle of ET watching.
1: Yeah, E.T. and Titanic are the same to me. Too long ago, not going to bother.
0: Especially
1: especially when you know so much about those two movies. But those are movies.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of fandoms that have a lot of lore and a lot of history and a lot of stuff. So it could be daunting just to get into it, even if you were interested.
1: Well, Warhammer seems like one of them. Because, for instance, I didn't know that... I mean, I knew there was Warhammer... And I know that it was called Warhammer 40K sometimes, but I didn't actually understand that there's a distinction.
0: Yeah, there's the fantasy one and there's the future one.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't know there was a distinction.
0: Yeah, there's a fantasy and a sci-fi one. Um, I, what was it? I think it was like six, seven years ago, I took it upon myself to understand what Warhammer was. You know what I mean? But that Mm -hmm. was an active thing. I dipped in just a little... Read it up. Got some of the books. Because, you know, I collect these role-playing books. You know what I'm saying? Not going to go much farther than that because uh, going in all the way deep, you start going into collecting and painting miniatures, which I am not going to do in a society on the cusp of friggin' 3D printing. <laughs> you know like, Like, come on. Like, there'll be another way to get miniatures. <laughs> you know? Right. And, um... And, like, I have all the miniature action I need. Hero motherfuckers. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, right. I mean... But I, y- you gotta admit, there's a lot of lore. And I still remember...
0: Yeah, there's a lot of lore in Warcraft. They have a history... Oh, things that Warcraft. Happen.
1: Yeah. Warcraft is another thing. I'm talking about Warhammer.
0: Warhammer, sorry. That's what I meant.
1: Yeah, Warcraft has a lot of lore, too. That yeah. I know, <laughs> I know partially... Cause I was there in the beginning, but then I fell off. My liege, know. my lord,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my liege. You were there for the video video game beginnings for Warhammer. Right, right. I
1: I played one, two, and three.
0: So and what? Then... So so how would you describe Warhammer thus far?
1: I, I don't know. Like we're talking from an outsider's perspective. Like I said, Could... I just found okay, out so... there's two different versions. Uh-huh. And one of them is highly religious, it seems, because it's constantly talking about the Emperor and Exterminatus. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And they fight hellish demons that incorporate technology within themselves sometimes.
0: Okay, and, that's the future one.
1: And they use chainswords a lot.
0: Yeah, okay, so Warhammer, the fantasy setting, is a basically basic fantasy setting that is the start of this uh, long history of... Uh fighting. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of the typical fantasy elements in it and stuff like that, and they're divided up into groups. You know. And uh, it's a lot of uh, war simulation, and it has a war simulator version, which you use miniatures and stuff like that and fight like that. And it has a role-playing version. Just like Mech Warrior does. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then there's 40K, um, which is the same thing, but it's in the future. And uh, they have a lot of... Both of them have a lot of crazy elements. You know, both of them have religion and uh, industry, I'll say. Yeah. Religion and industry. Because both in the fantasy and in the future one, they use technology to some degree. But it's in the fantasy one, it's more like industrial shit. And in the future one, it's more like tech shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And magic is not there go to thing cuz magic and bad usually like, Yeah,
1: something like that, right? Yeah. Like they fight a lot of witches and wizards and
0: things. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. But it's but but you know, don't feel bad that it's hard to get into and stuff like that. Warhammer out of a lot of the fandoms is one of the easiest to navigate through and figure out and get into it cuz um You have a lot of head start and understanding.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the the reason why I bring it up is because it's been around for over 20 years, I think, right? Something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: I've been role-playing or video gaming or whatever for about 20, 30 years now, too.
0: Yeah, like 26 years.
1: And the closest I ever got to Warner, because I've pretty much touched everything, at least a smidgen. I can't say I'm, like, huge on things. Still haven't
0: LARPed, Mike. You still haven't LARPed.
1: No, but I almost did, and Neither I chose not I, to. Neither did I. I still haven't learned <laughs> I almost did, and we've I made, chose not to. We made
0: the active decision not to LARP. <laughs> like I
1: could have easily done it. <laughs> I just chose not to, because I. It's not. It's not suspending my dis. My belief, whatever disbelief, on other people. It's on myself, and. <laughs> I'm a tough critic on myself. Hey, when I GM, I'm a very tough GM on myself or yes, DM. Yes, you myself. are.
0: Yes, you are. You so are a tough game. Manager. The
1: idea of trying to LARP and knowing that I want to be even a berserker, and after five minutes of strenuous activity, I might huff and puff. It kind of takes me out of the whole scenario. <laughs> you know, it's just like ah, oh, forget this. Well, my
0: mentality <laughs> is go with it because I'm thinking of introducing tired old berserkers in Dungeon World. <laughs> Right, Because right. that idea came through my head where they just lose the shit. Ah, berserker! And, like, two rounds in, they're like, oh, give me a moment. I don't berserker like I used to. I <laughs> mean, like, my knee. Oh, my knee. Yeah. It's a lot to keep rolling. Are you Are you okay, Roland? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just... just... Just Give me me a moment, Ogloff. Give me a moment.
1: And the second, okay, yeah, and I do have a problem because I'm tough on myself, and I'm just equally as tough on others. So the second I see a 300 pound elf, I'm going to have to say something.
0: Yeah. I'd rather keep. the dick in you. (laughs) I'd rather keep. (laughs) Well, I'd rather
1: keep from being mean then. So I did it for the right reasons. I did it because I'm too polite. You don't want
0: to ruin your fun and others. Right. Which is what you'll do because you'll ruin your own fun and others. Right. Doctor Who is just as difficult to get into when you think about it, but I did. Yeah, but you got into Doctor Who pretty at the perfect. You got into it with Tenet, right?
1: Uh, yes. But at the same time, I did watch. I, I did backtrack to watch. Uh, Cause remember, Tennant Matthew Smith was coming up.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't ten seasons in.
1: No, it wasn't ten seasons <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. But it was at. It was five seasons in.
0: Five digestible quick seasons in.
1: Maybe, but and again, mo- I, and I, most
0: I, of those seasons were Tenant. True. Yeah, most of those seasons were Tenant. So it was like, um, so it was like that one season of Eccleson and you get the understanding, and then like three, three, four more seasons of Tenant, and you're good. You understand. And uh, he had like two seasons that were just basically a couple of movies. Mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying right and 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 you're in but coming in now it could be dauntingly confusing
1: but I, I do recall there was a moment we almost did something with warhammer and it involved like these little comic books that they were selling at the time like mini graphic novels
0: no that, uh, that was that was when i was diving into warhammer right of each character okay, like, that was actually that was way more than six seven years ago This was a great amount of time. Uh, Right.
1: I know it was at least 20 years ago when I heard about Cal Jericho and all that other stuff.
0: Yeah, Cal Jericho. I brought the books in. Right. It was right before we
1: did Star Wars. And I think that's what led to the death of your Warhammer idea because we all convinced you to play Star Wars.
0: No, this was after you convinced me to play Star Wars because I had ran Star Wars already. No, no, it was
1: before because there were some
0: people who... No no because the book came in when you were getting re- I got those books in when you were getting ready to run your Star Wars with the prison thing cuz that's when I ha- I had the Cal Jericho books only a couple months before that and I wanted to use his look for a character.
1: I could swear that it happened before that. And the only and- reason
0: I know this is cuz I have little drawings and uh, drawings of him and they're dated
1: yeah, and multiple people wanted to use CalCher. Yes. Look. Yeah, yeah. And that was a problem.
0: Yeah, that was a problem.
1: Right. Because I don't recall. I remember I recall you trying him. I don't recall you having a chance to actually play him. No. Nope. <laughs> exactly. So I don't. I
0: think it happened before Star Wars, Mike. No, no, it wasn't before Star Wars. I know that because the books weren't around yet. No. Okay, we can agree to this. Well, no, maybe. No no. Uh... no, no. I know because the books came out way after that fair enough but that yeah. would mean then
1: 2627 then
0: yeah so so cuz we
1: started star wars about 2627 role playing it
0: yeah 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 it was it was still a while it was it was still a while ago it wasn't it was after star wars but it was a while ago but regardless of that that's not the focus
1: well yeah the focus is i remember it was those little comic books that i saw that were like oh mm-hmm. and something about rat catcher <laughs> that got brought up again recently to to me. I don't know what the hell a rat catcher means, but whatever. It's probably something part of that universe. And
0: So what are some deep dive like fan stuff that's there's a lot of shit about? Like it's like it's like, um, it's like trying to get trying to introduce someone to X-Men mid-90. Well currently,
1: currently, I always run across the Dresden files. People are always talking about modern magic. Stuff, And one of the first thing that gets brought up in the modern magic setting is the Dresden Files.
0: Well, yeah, but that does have a primer in it. It had a TV show.
1: Right, but I didn't watch the TV show, and the books have been around for a while. The TV I,
0: show's still available for you to watch. Just... And
1: I think there's a role-playing game. Uh, remember, I was saying things that you have a mental block trying to get okay, into. all right. Because... Yeah.
0: I, you're saying mental block. I'm talking about just difficult to get into because there's a lot of. Shit. Oh,
1: okay. Well, we're we're on two different fields. All right. Uh, well,
0: okay. So it had the you had the mental block with Dresden Files. Yeah. What do you think that was? I have no
1: idea. Just like, uh, I think part of it is remembering the TV show and the guy who who did the TV show looking like a dibber to me and then I started watching him on Arrow and said no nah, he's cool but I didn't, you know, something about the co- the commercials they were showing for the TV show just didn't catch me
0: <laughs> you didn't like him with hair? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know I just I,
1: I've never really been into the noir settings like detective stuff oh I love that shit though. I know we all have our we all have our things and that wasn't one of them for me I love the noir settings
0: yeah, well, I don't have... I actually don't have the Dresden Files as a role-playing game, I, but it's just never something that drew me to get it. I
1: knew it ex- I know it exists.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been around for years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, then I always, mm, but your ahead. mental block may just be that it's noir.
1: Yeah, I'm not denying like that. Mm-hmm. But I like the modern magic uh, idea. Like, I watch The Magicians. I hear the show is better than the books, but I'm not really sure, <laughs> and... I kind of like it, kind of don't, cause it's a little too goofy sometimes. <laughs> but you know, it's it's it it kind of like as a placeholder for something someday that might interest me.
0: When it comes to magicians, I like everything that isn't the main character. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, well, you know what? It really
1: helps, cause it's the first time. There's well, not the first time, but one of the few times where the protagonist is just so like ugh. That every that you like to focus on the other characters.
0: Yeah, so when they go onto them, it's like, yay, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like. And when you
1: get into the interrelationships with the main character Quentin and the others, you're like, nah, can, oh can you? god, yeah. man,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not interested. <laughs> mm, <pissant.
1: laughs> right, you get it. Things like that.
0: So, so so the biggest problem is the mental block for you for those two things that you mentioned because, like, you can get through those. You can get through those. Like, if you had... Because is it a mental block or is it you just not really interested? You just felt like... Like, you you just felt like fan-obligated to know your shit. And, you know, that's what it, it seems
1: like. It's that, but it's also when you associate with other people in similar with similar interests and they try to tell you that this is interesting you know if you give it a chance and so you feel like you really should like that's the whole reason why i watched doctor who it wasn't because i was interested i couldn't care less but because you and your wife and uh other friends were mentioning doctor who doctor who doctor who i was like all right let me get on this so i can know what people are talking about and you know if they say it's all right i got time it's only if i got time you know i'll be like okay let me like the whole rick and morty thing I understand it's a great cartoon, I hear constantly, it's great. But I was always hesitant, I'm not not always hesitant, I just haven't started it. And I will, but I haven't started it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. Um, You might want to get into it before they get this clip going. (laughs) You know, they got 70 episodes coming. Like. You know, divided up in seasons. I mean, if they do it like they've been doing it, where it's like almost 10 episodes a season, they got seven seasons coming.
1: Like the other thing with Venture Brothers, I didn't like it from first get go because I've never been a fan of the '70s aesthetics. <laughs> to me, it just screams '70s, and I'm not oh, you a fan mean of that. The it. the
0: the 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 Johnny Quest shit?
1: Yeah, the look, the the fashion. It just it just looks goofy to me, and I wouldn't have gotten into it if not for for my wife, who really liked it. So so she wanted to get into it, and now I'm a huge fan. So, you see, sometimes it's people around you that are like, hey, you should try this. And if you give it a chance, you you might, you, might like end up, yeah, you might end up being a huge fan. I'm still not a huge fan of Doctor Who, though. It's just, you know, something to watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a fan of certain episodes of Doctor Who, but I'll say this. Doctor Who as a whole is kind of s- too silly for me at times. Mm-hmm. And so unless I'm, like, really into the silly that day, I could care less. But right. they have had episodes that were really cool, like uh, Midnight, Silence in the Library, Blink. Th- those were really good. Um, and I have, like, some of the actors that have pet- portrayed Doctor Who, like, uh, although they weren't given a chance to... Like the ju-
1: Doctor's daughter? Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. So I good guess-
1: that even Th- David Tennant decided
0: to marry that. <laughs> well, you, well, but she is the doctor's daughter. Like literally she is Doctor Who's daughter. Yes, that doesn't matter, Mike Yeah no because, no, I mean because um what is it? the sixth doctor, the seventh doctor? that's his daughter.
1: Yes, I, that too. I know that. It's a lot of in-jokes. See, this is this is why I started watching Doctor Who, because whenever when someone would throw an in-joke, three people would laugh and I'd sit there going, Huh, that's funny in some scenario of theirs. I don't know what it is. It's not like I needed to know the in-joke, but
0: sometimes you just kind of do. It keeps coming up. I want to know about this. Who?
1: Who? <laughs> Well, it's like, it's like when we, we promote the idea of this episode and you mentioned Dragon Ball Z oh, or Dragon Jesus. Ball.
0: Oh, Jesus. Dragon Ball, Dragon... Well, when, the reason why I always call it Dragon Ball is because, like, to cover it as a whole, like, I refer to it as the manga because there's no division. It's just all Dragon Ball. Right. Z and Super are titles that they put on the cartoons. But it's all Dragon Ball. It's just been running straight. You know right, um, but yeah, what about dragon ball?
1: well, how hard would it be to get into that if you wanted to get yeah, it's very pervasive it's a yeah, it's it's it. huge,
0: <laughs> which like i when you mentioned this, I was like, that's a perfect example because, um, uh what you gonna call it, uh it probably has a bunch of people that might be interested in getting into it right now.
1: Well, look at how I got into it. I mean, you introduced me to it, but you didn't show me the TV show. I watched the Dragon Ball Z movies. I never would have watched the TV shows.
0: And yeah. well, going, yeah.
1: back, going back and watching some of them, you know, when they were on um, Cartoon Network or whatever, I sat there going, I can't sit through this. This is painful. It takes forever. Yeah,
0: because they do do a lot of screaming and waiting.
1: Yeah, and the only thing that made it halfway enjoyable was that the dubbed the dubbing was hilarious, and not because- I'm gonna send you to really,
0: a, another dimension! <laughs> right, because <laughs> they had to cover things up. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the ocean dub, I think it was called. Right, I don't know.
1: You see, you have to, there's even words, I mean, there's even, like, uh, appellations. I'm not even sure that's a correct word. Uh-huh. But there's even designations for, um- Because they had different call,
0: dubbings, they had different From releases. different
1: dubbings. Like, isn't there, like, a funny Portuguese dubbing they call the green dubbing or something? (laughs) That people are obsessed over? But isn't
0: that right up there with the Spanish Spider-Man? Like, the Mexican Spider-Man? Right! I know, that's, like, really old news for anyone who's read Spider-Man their whole life and is in their 40s i mean come on (laughs) watch
1: the japanese spider-man and find out that he's a demon from hell Eh, (laughs) spider-man ish he's a demon from hell he's something from hell it says it on the title i mean when when they do the title song
0: yeah yeah he's he's a very different kind of spider-man and and if you like get too much of an edge on him he will kick your ass with his giant robot Right, Leo Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. His I mean, giant lion robot.
1: <laughs> and there's another good one for you. If you wanted to get into Spider-Man, I mean, it's easier because you yeah, have. Easier than
0: X-Men. <laughs> yes. Yes. Easier than X-Men. Like, like y- you want to talk about a daunting fandom? Getting into a lot of mainstream comics is the most difficult thing. You can imagine. All right. So, like, uh, for for example, like, think about it. There is, there is not a single X Men that you can label out their history in a single page or a single, like, summary. And the worst example of that are X Men like Cable and Jean Grey. But all of them have this problem. In fact, the most straightforward yes, one right. is also convoluted. Kind oh, I'm off tonight. Cause uh cause uh uh whatchamacallit? Uh who is it? Wolverine? He's the most he's one of the most convoluted, but at least he's also straightforward at the same time. So like so you wanna get into the X Men, you'll find yourself challenged there. Same thing goes for Iron Man and the Avengers and every last one of them. Um I wouldn't even know where to direct someone to begin. Cause it used to be like it used to be like, when I was growing up, you just, just start, and you'll be able to catch up as you go, but they have so many comics with the same title, because they have like Uncanny X-Men, they have X-Men, they have uh, uh, New X-Men, they have this somewhat, X-Men. Somewhat,
1: somewhat, yeah. because I had a, I had a false start when I read, started reading comics, because I was in, because uh, I didn't start reading comics until I was 14, 15, but at one point, when I was like 10, I think, or something like that, or earlier... I had a friend who tried to tell me, hey, yeah, there's this cool character whose swords come out of his gloves, because at the time, that's what we thought, swords came out of his gloves, you know, and whatever, and he's cool, and I looked at him, like I saw the comic book cover of these swords coming out of his gloves, and he looked like a 70s guy to me, with his mutton chops that my father used to have, and I was like, God, this is garbage, this looks like 70s, I can't read this, and I put it down. You know, and I didn't know until way later. Oh, this is Wolverine, and he's a mutant, and all this other stuff. But at the time, he was like some weird Asian man, because I was introduced to Wolverine by a Korean kid. Okay, yes, a little racism. Sorry about that. But I was introduced by him by a Korean man, and the cover look made him look like he was kind of Asian-ish, and I thought the sideburns denoted 70s Asian. So I was like, oh, okay, he's some Asian man with swords coming out of his gloves. Not interested.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. You just had this thing against the 70s, huh? Yes, I did. I, <laughs> I have a
1: strong dislike for the 70s. Maybe well, because my parents still dressed me in 70s wear back in the 80s. Motherfucker,
0: you were born in the 70s, all right? <laughs>
1: yes, but you know, you're when people are wearing cool's 80s clothes and you're wearing a butterfly collar... <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> with, <laughs> with bell bottoms and Italian boots you don't look like you fit in
0: ooh Italian boots those are good man
1: no no not the, the they were like the go-go boots you know with the little heels on them oh my god were with your the family zipper.
0: dressing you like a hooker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they, no 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 your they're, parents they're, dressed you like a male hooker <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of yeah but it, you have to understand
1: this was the height of fashion in Italy So yeah, I kind of look like I fit in Italy back in the seventies, but I'm an eighties kid who's kind of chubby. And and those clothes, yeah, (laughs) and those clothes did not look good on me
0: Uh, because I was
1: husky, and (laughs) those those clothes were fitted, right? Yeah, they were fitted. Yes,
0: (laughs) some stretch on the buttons, huh? (laughs) A little bit, yes. So anyway, yes, I
1: didn't get into Wolverine quite early in. I didn't even know he was an X-Men until way later.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I feel bad for everyone who came into um, comics through Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 84, 85 must have been a confusing period for kids. I mean, I loved Secret Wars as a kid. I understand why older people hated it. Because it, it's pretty much why everybody hates... Um, uh, uh, um, uh, crossover stuff, because mm. it interrupts your shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Secret Wars was a big crossover nonsense that interrupted a lot of people's shit. Yeah. You know? Well, that's
1: why. That's why people. Well, you know, that's an, another topic. Uh, but another fan base like Star Wars and Star Trek. There's some people who never got into Star Trek, but did Star Wars. Some people who did who got into Star Wars, but not Star Trek.
0: Um, Which one would be easier to get into?
1: That's I a think, tough one.
0: I think, because think it's special- Star Wars, because you can get away right now with just watching the movies and calling it a day.
1: That's very true.
0: Yeah, because a lot of the ancillary stuff don't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, because if you have to watch the movies of Star Trek, you'll be kind of confused.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially when you bring in the whole Kelvinverse, because you're like, okay, I understand the how Kelvin that
0: happened. Ver- the Kelvin verse.
1: Yeah. You're like, I understand how that happened, because they explain it in the movie.
0: Oh, the Kelvin-verse is the new Star new Star Trek stuff, right? New Star Trek, yeah. The alternate timeline stuff with uh, um, Chris Pine and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. Why do they call it the Kelvin universe?
1: I don't know. There's a reason for it. I I don't bother looking into it. Is it
0: because it's kind of lukewarm? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and speaking of which, I found out a very disturbing fact... This is not on the topic, but I don't care. Apparently, the same men, the same guy who wrote the script for X-Men Last Stand that had Phoenix, Dark Phoenix as a major storyline... Don't,
0: don't tell me this. Also wrote don't tell <laughs> this, me this Dark Phoenix movie script. Oh, my God, I was so right. <laughs> so, in the
1: end, the same guy who screwed up the first set of X-Men is probably going to screw up this next oh set of X-Men. Oh, my God,
0: I was so right. Look, because... um. What was it last week? I hope it comes out in the order where this is last week. Um, Bo and I were talking about the trailer for Dark Phoenix. And I was like, it looks like X Men The Last Stand without all the other stuff from X Men The Last Stand. Yeah, it looks like it's just the Dark Phoenix shit because she's still. Because here's my problem. Like, even if you get rid of and strip all the alien stuff inside stuff from. From uh, X-Men in um, uh, the comic. The Phoenix was an expressive, emotionally boisterous, loud, unleashed character. This one is a sardonic, subdued, emo, freaking, um, dramatic person.
1: First, I'll say this. I need to confirm that because I'm not positive. You know how when you hear things second and third hand. But that's what I heard, and it sounds funny, and I was gonna stick with it until I'm wrong.
0: But yeah, I can yeah. admit
1: that. I can admit that. Yeah, but yeah sec- you
0: could be wrong.
1: Yeah, but secondly, I'll also say this about it: is I I'll forget even all that that you just mentioned, although real good opinion on that. The other problem is what made Phoenix such an what made Dark Phoenix such an impact, such a thing was because it was a saga. You cannot do it. In yeah. one movie yeah, You like have that, to build it up across several like Or I a TV said, show Like they should have just
0: done a Like if they were gonna If they had to do the X-Men as movies Cause you remember Like I think episode 2 we were stating That the X-Men should have been a TV show If they have to do X-Men as movies They should have went in with a 7 movie plan That ends with the beginning of the Dark Phoenix Saga Or the end of the Dark Phoenix Saga Or whatever Or starting the dark. You know, just build it up over time. Right. You can't jam all of that in a movie. Look, put it this way. Anything that has saga in its nickname or title or name should not be a single movie. It shouldn't even just be two movies. Yeah. Like, like. Which brings up Saga. Don't ever do that as a movie. <laughs> All right.
1: No, I heard they want to do that as a TV show. They
0: better movie. because it cannot be... A, it's Saga. It's called Saga. You can't do it as a... Y- yet
1: another thing I have not gotten into that I really should.
0: That's going to be easy for you. I'm just saying. If it's one Yeah, you're thing, right. It's just
1: one graf- set of graphic novels. You need yeah, the gonna graphic be, novels.
0: It's going to be real easy because let's be honest. Also with... Uh, um, um, is it Brian K. Vaughn? what? Is that his name? I
1: think. The no, writer?
0: No. The writer. He did Why the Last Man and stuff like that? Yeah. That guy always has an ending. Mm. He goes and he always has an ending. I'm also reading Paper Girls by him, too. Mm. Like, I didn't even know that was his. And I remember when I first started reading it, I was like, wow, this is, like, hooking me like it's a Brian K. Vaughn book. And then I closed the book and I was like, oh, it's a Brian K. Vaughn book. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Oh, that explains so much why it's hooking me so. (laughs) It's catching me It's catching me He's got his hooks in me Um, Hashtag not sponsored Um,
1: (laughs) But you know what? You haven't mentioned a fandom that you just haven't gotten into That is huge I've mentioned several now
0: Uh, Well, I did get into Mass Effect But it wasn't huge But I did dive in late Oh, what's a fandom that I just haven't been interested in getting into? I don't know. I think I'm good at diving into all of them. I'm
1: positive there's something there that you haven't really touched on.
0: I'm positive there is, too. I mean, like... I just... But I'd have to have interest in it, or it it wouldn't be on the surface of my brain, man. Yeah,
1: but I mean... I don't know, something other people have been interested in and you haven't? Like what? I don't know, Battletech maybe?
0: I got the books, remember?
1: That's true, but are you actually, have you read them? Are you into it? Yeah, I've read I
0: them. I've read them and I'm willing mm-hmm. to give it a chance to run it. I just wouldn't, and I've played one of the games, you know? Mm. Like, I, I gave it a try. <laughs> I gave it a try.
1: Construction, the game. I know I, you don't I know it's not all about that but my yeah, yeah. My, I, I, my experience was construction the game you
0: know what to be honest with you to be honest with you and I'll be straightforward the fandom that I won't get into surprisingly enough even though I've played it I've never dived into it is DD I won't get into it I just won't I don't read the books I do barely read the, 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 the role playing material you know what I'm saying I've reached a point where I'm not even making my own characters <laughs> Someone, you, you do make...
1: treat it like generica fantasy <laughs> you know, that's how that's how your mind se- accepts it it's like okay sword fight this magic this fine but never world, failed me who cares
0: <laughs> <laughs> never failed me like fair, fair enough I mean, I take notes when I play, I stay invested in the story that I'm in, but I kind of stay in my lane and never go past that. The thing about the th- the thing Cause, about d Because that's a big yeah. thing. That's a big thing. Because considering that everyone around me, with the exception of like two people, know D&D very well, talk about it, talk about the novelizations... And I've been big into reading about fantasy fiction and stuff like that. Like, I'm in book two of the freaking Dark Tower saga, and I'm going into it. I have looked at the covers of these D&D novels, still haven't creaked any of them open, still haven't been interested in borrowers, still haven't even touched an audiobook for them. And I, can't, and I have so many points on my audiobooks to get freaking audiobooks for free, and I'm not bothered. And right here, I'm talking to you about it right now. And I'm probably not going to do it still. Yeah, you're right. right. (laughs) I agree with you. The only only thing
1: with D&D that I can say is, is that unlike, let's say, Warhammer or, you know, a few other things, it itself is the system, D&D, and then you have settings. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I know that.
1: And some settings are more interesting than others.
0: Yeah, I know that because they got Greyhawk and then a bunch of others. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but Grey, the thing with greyhawk is that which it started as its original it's not even the one they focused on for the longest
0: i know i know i know i don't, just don't know the name of the other ones
1: forgotten realms oh yeah
0: forgotten realms yeah yeah they're not very forgotten yeah no, no. <laughs>
1: the problem is they're quite known and everything in them is known known realms greyhawk <laughs>
0: is really the forgotten realm Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Like we're about to embark on uh, um, one of our friends running us through Planescape, right? Yes, which is a D anD D setting. Like, and and mind you, I don't hate D anD just I don't want to work on it. <laughs> you know, it's a, it is a mental block for me. Like,
1: oh, I start... here's another one for both of us. What? Exalted.
0: I don't have a mental block with that. You're not gonna run that. Yeah, but that's not because of a mental block.
1: Oh, that's true. We read it. I <laughs> mean, I've read, I've read so much. You of are it. big
0: time into Exalted. Yeah, you right. really read Exalted thoroughly. You understand the setting extremely well. It's the system that fails it. That had nothing to do with us having a mental block about getting into it. Well, that's very true. That's yeah, very true. and it's right, really so easy to get into. It's a couple of books to get into.
1: Yeah, but there's got also got to be like a TV show or a series that you. You, you just never got into that everyone else seems to run with.
0: I still haven't started Handmaiden's Tale.
1: Oh, I wouldn't say that everyone runs with that.
0: I, I, work, I Well, yeah, around me, yeah, a lot of people have gotten into it. I, but here's the thing. It's not a mental block. I'm going to watch it now because mm. I just recently found out a drastic bit of information that I never knew about a Handmaiden's Tale that made it way more interesting for me. That
1: it's Cause, the future?
0: Because all this time I thought it was the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I Even it. I knew that,
1: and I know nothing about the show.
0: Obviously, I really knew nothing about the <laughs> show because I had no idea it was the future. And I'm like, it's the future. Well, wow, that just made it a hundred times more interesting. Mm. Jesus, they're like, okay, so, but like, so you got you got things that have a mental block to get into, and you got things that are just daunting to get into. And uh
1: I think I even have something that I refuse to get into completely for some odd reason, but i I don't have it on the top of my head
0: you 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 do have those things <laughs> yes, <laughs> there are some things that I just know and i don't I don't know why
1: I don't care why it's... like
0: uh like even Harry Potter can be daunting or annoying to want to get into well and, yes if you... and there's not much to that there's just you know seven books, eight movies. And two and two uh, side movies, mm-hmm. compared to everything we're talking about right now, that's not much. With the exception of Exalted, which is a lot. Of, I don't even know why you brought up Exalted.
1: But we know <laughs> we, we know Harry Potter is ever expanding.
0: Yeah, but it's not expanding as rapidly as even Doctor Who. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's
1: uh, that, that's because it hasn't had fifty years. Uh, you yeah, got to remember. Yeah, saying just
0: coming in at new who. <laughs>
1: Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was one book. Yeah, I know that. It's so, gonna be seven movies or five movies? five movies. Yeah, but it's
0: only two movies into that. <sighs> yeah, it's only two movies into that. So if you came in now, it's nothing. You know, Star Wars is bigger. Right. Yeah, Star Wars is bigger, and um... And oh, Battlefront you...
1: Five. I've I've. I tri- tried. I not. I, I yeah, tried.
0: That first season is rough. I, you know what, my
1: father. It was funny because my father used to watch, it, right? And I'd have to. Did sit it have there. a seventies vibe that you just got <laughs> under? No, 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 no. That for undersc- that one, for that one, I think I refused to get into it because he was watching.
0: Uh, Mike and his daddy
1: issues. I actually- have <laughs> I watched Matt Houston, okay? Matt Houston. <laughs> people, people were watching Magnum P.I. I was watching Matt Houston, the ripoff version, and he sucked.
0: Oh. Oh, yes, yes. Anyway,
1: so yeah, Babylon 5. No, couldn't get into it.
0: <laughs>
1: but but I hear great things. I mean, you know. Helen oh. has a great writer. I like Michael Jay Straczynski. I like him in a lot of things he does. Jay is, Michael Straczynski? Yeah, that's...
0: Yeah, a lot to. of... There's a mixed opinion on his Spider-Man run, and I... It was one of my favorite Spider-Man runs. Because he was willing to go a different direction with Spider-Man, and also make the people around him more important. He brought Spider-Man back to what Spider-Man was without having to rewind Spider-Man.
1: Well, okay, I think one of the biggest issues... That people have with him is the whole spider spiritual thing.
0: The whole mystic stuff he was bringing Which in? is
1: funny because they've been mining it now for five years. For yeah. more. You know, they've been mining it. And the other thing that really bothers me is how they're trying to rewrite history. Is how they... A lot of places I'm reading, including, you know, the, the big websites and whatever. Try to rewrite history by saying Michael J. Straczynski wrote Brand, uh, Brand New Day or whatever that it was his idea. What? They're trying to yeah, they're trying to explain it because he was the writer during that.
0: Oh that they, it w- that's a lack of research on their part because I he, know, but his this is name you, is on it. That's totally This Kusada. is how you
1: rewrite history. This is how you rewrite history because I've actually had to talk to some people and explain to them no, it had nothing to do with him.
0: Well, it did have to do with him. He was on As it my, at the time, yeah. but editorial is the one who pushed it on him and he wanted his name even off of the last book, in uh, 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 um, uh, in uh, in la in One More Day. He wanted yeah. his name off of it, but even with that, they wouldn't take his name off the last book. They just put Quesada on as a co-writer.
1: Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's wrong. You see? Just,
0: I'm just gonna let this out officially. J. Michael Straczynski was so against the idea of uh, of uh, One More Day, that. He was not only ready to bail on it, he did a story right before it to sabotage it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he introduced Peter talking to his dying grandmother, I mean, sorry, dying Aunt May in her deathbed, like her spirit saying, Let me go. And Peter coming to the conclusion he should let her go so that it just really did not gel when in the next issue he finalizes his deal with Satan. <laughs> you know, they, just to clarify, um, one one last day or one more day was a arc in a, in the Spider-Man series in which a uh, the the editor in chief at the time of the comics decided that he wanted Spider-Man not married anymore. So instead of just having Spider-Man normally separate, which would be more which which would make more sense. He had Satan of Marvel Comics come to make a deal with Spider-Man for his marriage, for the life of his aunt. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: And his unborn baby.
0: Well, Spider-Man wasn't aware of the unborn baby thing. After the deal was set. Um, Satan revealed that this would have been Your unborn child <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, But
1: a- actually Mary Jane knew I'm saying it wasn't like one of those They brought it up at the last minute No it was something that was being worked on The whole time
0: Look I know he loves his aunt But she lived her life man You have a new future <laughs> With your and it was, uh, And also like uh, Also let's face it Marriages do fail There are marriages that fail you could just have had his marriage just fail. <laughs> you know, no, that.
1: because that would make him seem
0: old. It happens. I know, but a lot of people who get divorced feel older. Yeah. Okay. Just don't write him old. I mean, like <laughs> seriously, you're writers. Use your writing skill. <laughs> All right. Use that but, talent that you okay, learned you're focusing. in the mountains.
1: Yeah, you're focusing. Doesn't matter. And, and you know, that's funny, too, because another reviled story, the clone saga of Spider-Man... There's a lot of people
0: who grew up on that. ...is
1: also being mined. No, I'm just saying, you know, even terrible
0: things sometimes continue to be mined. You want to know what doesn't get credit? You want to know what doesn't get credit in Spider-Man as this segue goes on? All right. We just had Into the Spider-Verse. We have spider-getting going on in the comics. I think it's about over. Right? Um, But... That entire concept of the multiple universe Spider-Man stuff comes from the 90s cartoon.
1: It, You're right, it doesn't get credit, but I have seen it mentioned before. Yeah, on- mentioned,
0: but it should get more, because they've mined the shit out of that. <laughs> you know, they've mined the shit out of that. And the, and the Spider-Man 90s cartoon is where all that uh, multiple Spider-Man universe thing comes from. Well, you know, because writers. they honed in on the basics that anybody could be Spider-Man. It's just a circumstance. It's not destiny. It's just circumstance. Anybody could be behind that mask and like the fundamentals of what make you who you are is who you decide to be. I mean like and, uh, and, and Spider-Verse really honed in on that as a concept, and that's once again why, why it's a, I,
1: th- I think you're wrong, because I remember Amazing Spider-Man 2. It was his daddy who genetically altered his own genes and then Peter's genes. There was only one Spider-Man, Michael. He was <laughs> you, destined. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
0: only one. And that's why Amazing Spider-Man sucked as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well... You, you made Spider-Man a destiny instead of just a kid from Queens who got bit by that and
1: family. the too cool for school Peter Parker.
0: Yeah but I don't blame that on the actor I think people too, put too much: Oh that no I've I, I never blamed the actor for that yeah. he was perfectly the fine. actor was fine they could have they could have just honed in on him being awkward and they decided not to you know, they wanted because yeah, they
1: wanted to be different yeah but that, that, that bothers me because sometimes different. Different for just being different is meaningless. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: It's like deconstructing a hero when it's their first movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's
1: always a good one.
0: Could you construct him first? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Save the
1: deconstruction for later? Well, that was the beauty of Man of Steel. Superman hadn't been around for 20, 30 years. You're introducing him to a new generation. When and you, you start do...
0: deconstructing him. <laughs> right away. Just Start tearing him down. Guy, Guy just learned to fly
1: and then give it a Messiah complex. Awesome. Yeah. But again, another another story, another thing.
0: All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So like okay, so we've established that comics are just something you you can no longer just jump into anymore. Mainstream comics, you can no longer just jump into those. Pretty much. Yeah. You can no longer just jump into main co- mainstream comics. You have to wait till they decide to break or reboot and then just like double dutch wait for your moment and jump in. You know what I'm saying? Um but I think a lot of these things if you can get past the mental block of it you can get into these things. These uh, a lot of the things we've mentioned like Warhammer, DBZ, Star Wars, Star Trek you could still get into. You could just like if you decide to just pick your pony on what's your Star Trek, you go in there. Like you want to go with classic Trek, just stay classic Trek. And then halfway through you might get interested in another Trek and you go there. You know what I'm saying? Cuz you could just watch Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation And that's fine You don't have to know Classic Trek To understand Star Trek The Next Generation You don't have to know any other Trek To understand Classic Trek You do have to know them To understand any of their fucking movies
1: (laughs) Well okay like for instance Walking Dead What about it That's another tough one
0: You can just come in on that The concept is Zombies it's kind of an easier one to get into because you got to remember, like, while Walking Dead is allegedly a good series, nothing happens per episode.
1: Game of Thrones?
0: That one you can't just jump into. Because <laughs> <laughs> things happen in Game of Thrones. Right. Nothing happens in Walking Dead, Mike. You could sit through, like, four episodes, and really, if you sit back, you'd be like, what did I just watch? Did Anything <laughs> actually happen? Because I've watched beats repeat themselves in four episodes back to back before anything of substance actually happened.
1: Oh, that's always a great feeling.
0: As they meander about the same subject matter for four fucking one-hour episodes. Mm. And I gotta say, that's why I fucking bailed on Walking Dead. I did bail in it. I did quit.
1: Oh, wow. I'm surprised.
0: I did quit. And it got to the part in the series that I like which is the Whisperers.
1: i I couldn't even make it on that
0: just read the comics it's better it's I'm sure it's better <laughs> All right it's just better it's I don't even know how the series works without Andrew Lincoln <laughs> you know because he's gone he was your through line you know he was your walk through you know what I'm saying uh,
1: uh you see that's the problem with TV though um like, a book, you can always have that character for as long as the writer wants them to have that character. But TV shows, they work... Uh, TVs and movies, they work differently. You gotta massage the,
0: whole... the motherfucker's balls a little better, man. <laughs> you want it to stay, give him a reason to.
1: No, there are certain people who aren't built to do things for long term. Like, for whatever reason, the Supernatural crew just seems to want to do that show. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Alright, alright, look, look, Andrew Lincoln did do it long term. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's skip the bullshit He did do it long term He's been on The Walking Dead for a while It's like on it's ninth season
1: Right, but The Walking Dead isn't done yet Yeah, he bailed last season, right? Right, but it's not done yet Yeah, cause it went on too long <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is Unless there's a defi- Defined ending
0: That's Maybe the problem Maybe with... got bored, Mike
1: well, That's could what be, I but... think
0: Supernatural's a Look when you watch The Walking Dead, do you feel like the actors are having fun?
1: I don't know. I, no, I, no, no,
0: no. Like, you can watch a show and you can feel it. Like, you watch Legends of Tomorrow. Those actors are having the fucking fun of their lives, Yes, right? they seem like they're having a lot <laughs> yeah, of fun, yeah. yes. Okay, do they seem like they're having fun in The Walking Dead? They seem hot, miserable, there's like random makeup and thick hair. Just like That's why people are just leaving after leaving after leaving. <laughs> it's like, can I die? Is my character dying this week? Cause in the beginning They were like Oh what is me My character's dying Now it's like Is my character dying yet (laughs) (laughs) Alright Like Just in the behind the scenes Of Supernatural alone Those freaking actors Are having a ball Mm. Yeah they're having A fun time Alright
1: Um Not after the lawsuit
0: What's the lawsuit Um
1: Okay You heard about the show Bones Yeah Like I have no definitive On this one either I know Bones But I heard Supernatural Mentioned in it too um, you see, the thing is they've discovered this thing uh, these major studios so they've discovered this thing where if you if your actors own part of the, the the proceeds, like if they have a percentage of the show, you can shaft them by selling rights to yourself. Now here's how this works. The show Bones was making nearly, I heard like a billion dollars you know over its long-term run. Right, Fox shafted the ac- David Boreanaz and the actors and the writer of the show, the producer of the show, by basically by selling off um, rights to the show, rerun rights, things like that, to itself. So meaning, for instance, Fox would sell to Hulu, which at the time it owned, the episodes, the rights, at a discount. So that means the actors all got underpaid and shafted. So this is a new thing the movie, well not a new thing. Another thing movie studios have been doing and I heard the same thing was happening with Supernatural where they've been shafting the actors. They don't know it yet, I think. And I think now it's starting to come up. It was that show and another show. I think Outlander or something.
0: Well, if it came up and they are aware of it, they don't seem to give a fuck cuz they're in for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: No, I think I think they're going to I think they're also going to get some money soon.
0: <laughs> Alright, well Yeah, well yeah well the, the company decides to shaft people out of money. That's another water is wet situation. Yes, like everything. <laughs> like everything. Yeah that's another water is wet situation. Um yeah so so Mike Many? out of the things you've listed is there one of them one of those mental blocks that you would like to get past? Hmm. Mm-hmm. not really <laughs> 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 I mean
1: yes, it, if it happens it happens but no I can't this is why I say I don't really regret it it's just something that makes me wonder sometimes when someone yells exterminatus I'm like is that a Doctor Who reference oh wait no it's from this other thing
0: so you get so so that's your touch of seeing how outsiders feel when you get a bunch of like geek pop culture addicts together or like people who don't role play who is around us and we make these in-game role-playing jokes or these like so you that's your touch of it yeah all right yeah yeah Yeah. okay all right so and my only time that i feel that is when people are making jokes about dungeons and dragons novels
1: Zin <laughs> carla
0: with Means you could have said peppermint to me, eh? <laughs> I mean, he's and I'm not even sure I got it right, but <laughs> you could have been saying peppermint, it had the same meaning. Mm. <laughs> so, the, the, you just said nonsense,
1: yeah. But you know, Dritz,
0: Dritz yeah, I know Dritz, Dritz. <laughs> because Dritz. uh, the artist, I rem- I to be honest with you, I know Dritz because of an artist, yes. Because but the amazing I, part
1: about that artist the is specific
0: painting with him on a cliff edge with the panther made me ask one day years ago who the fuck is that oh no someone gleefully went into detail
1: cool as fuck that artist the problem is for the longest time people would think that drizzet is 80 years old or, or a grizzled 40 he was actually way way underage
0: yeah it was explained to me that he was basically a kid yeah, teenager. <laughs> you don't get that looking at the magnificent artwork. No, you th- do
1: not. You're like, wow, this is a badass warrior. This is, you know.
0: He still is a badass warrior. He's he still a, is. He's but... just a badass teenager with attitudes, warrior. <laughs> yeah, with the po- with the panther. I got to see that painting get sold, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got to see that painting get sold. From the the artist sold it to uh, to someone. Yeah, at the LuxCon years ago, which was like, it went full circle because uh, that was my first time questioning anything about D&D, was that picture, and uh, then I got to see that picture move on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, for years, that artist had that painting. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: Conan is another one, but that's another matter.
0: What, you are into Conan?
1: No, I I know. I'm just saying for other people who there's a lot of Conan stuff out there.
0: I don't buy it. Anyone who is anyone will want Conan. There's nothing (laughs) keeping you from Conan. (laughs) Conan is the absolute. Which one?
1: The comic, the book, the.
0: Yes, yes, yes. There's so much. There is a (laughs) lot of Conan. The TV show, the movie. Now let's take it all the way back. Uh, uh, The the role-playing Conan. I said the book, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Robert yeah, Howard. Yeah. Robert, Robert R- Howard. Robert Howard. Ron Howard is not the writer of Cody. Yes. Yeah, is... Ron Howard is uh, uh, Cunningham from Happy Days. And, yes. And a fanatic. And, a fana- and fantastic, Willow. And Fantastic Director. <laughs> you know, and the Howard.
1: director of Willow.
0: And Solo. Yes. And Solo. <laughs> a movie I still say is underrated. Let's stick with
1: Willow. <laughs> no,
0: Solo was fine, it just wasn't great. Yeah, well, you know, that it would have been great if it came out in the winter.
1: Well, the problem is that people for some strange reason thought it should be like a big budget production. I understand it is Star Wars, but you're asking much. Yeah, because even, Han-
0: even your big budget Star Wars were coming out in the in in winter.
1: Right, but Mike, Han's greatest adventure was the Star Wars movies. Yeah. You cannot eclipse that. So you by necessity, have to make it lesser than that. Yeah. So you should have been in Rogue One territory, not trying to spend as much, if not more. Because even before the the budgetary overruns or whatever, they were already giving it more money than it should have had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: But anyway, that's another topic,
0: too. I still think Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, whatever, is the most daunting thing to get into.
1: Yeah, because you got... Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Super Dragon, Dragon Ball GT, GT Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Heroes, Heroes.
0: <laughs> Dragon
1: Ball movies
0: you know what I'm saying
1: So yeah. which there's which like animated, 23 movies Yeah which animated form more. do you take And then subbed dubbed which dubbed which subbed <laughs> hey,
0: yeah, Who knows There's like three versions of the subtitling there's a uh, no, no, there's two versions of the subtitling, three versions of the dubbing. Um, do you go manga or do you go friggin' uh, uh, animated? Like, what do you do? What do you do? Then there's just the video game history alone. It's like, what do you do? You know what you do? You watch Dragon Ball the Bridge by Team Four Star. I have literally seen more than 30 people get into watching the original Dragon Ball series just because... Of Dragon Ball of Brits, if
1: they were just a little faster, I'm not blaming them. They're doing it for free and all that. Yeah, but if they were just a little faster,
0: do they need to? Because if you're starting, you got three seasons worth of shit to go through. Right,
1: but you could go through them pretty quickly, and then you'll be in Majin Buu territory.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but you go through it. And now you go and watch the original series. You've got your mm-hmm. interest. That's what I've seen happen. People start. No, watching. no one
1: goes back. No one goes back to watch the original series.
0: Actually, they do. That's the only thing that like, like. Like, you and me completely detracted, wasn't interested in the original series. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're,
1: you're saying that masochists like watching Dragon Ball. I think After watching Dragon Ball, the bridge.
0: Because a bridge puts a comic timing in it that didn't exist in most of it. And it's in your head, so it's there for you watching the series. <laughs> Not for you and me, because we already are aware of it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for other people... Because the thing about Dragon Ball Z abridged um, by Team Four Star, hashtag not sponsored, um, what you will call it is they're keeping the same beats of the story. They're actually abridging the series. They're keeping the same beats. They're keeping the similar personalities. They just make them hyper-personality versions of themselves. Like Goku is a hyper-idiot. Vegeta is hi- has hyper-pride and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, he just has pride. He's the same Vegeta. He just voices it more. It just yeah, it's just he's it's the same Vegeta. I don't see a difference, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, if you could literally power yourself through pride, he's got better one-liners. That's all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm adorable. Maybe because the mic. Maybe because the mic is on him. More often, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. definitely he's got better... I running. AM THE HYPE! <laughs> yeah, I'll say this, Dragon Ball Abridged did teach me to, once again, love Vegeta even more. And
0: I didn't have loss of love for him in the first place. Yeah, but boy, did you like him a lot more after that.
1: Well, yeah, because now I can accept all his other foibles, which is... I will never get to see him actually be better than Goku. It's never going to happen.
0: He has been go- better than Goku for like a minute <laughs> not, or two. Not the now way now.
1: we all really want it to happen, but you know.
0: A minute or two, like, you know. There
1: was this when like two usually minutes. When, usually when Goku isn't around.
0: There was these two minutes in Battle of the Gods where he was way more powerful than Goku.
1: Yeah, two minutes.
0: Two minutes, yeah, that's all and I- then there was,
1: And then, then there was in the Android saga where he was, like, for a minute more powerful than Goku because Goku was having a heart attack.
0: Goku was dying, yes. So <laughs> <See, laughs> he was more powerful at
1: that time. You see, I, you know, they just need to do, like, maybe an episode or two where he's more powerful and Vegeta actually gets to see, deal with it. Because what happens when Vegeta, that's a great topic for another time, what actually happens when Vegeta is better?
0: Yeah, the topic is like, what happens when your protagonist's rival actually overcomes them? Because after that, what's his focus? Because his focus has always been to be better than Goku. And that's why he'll never be better than Goku, because Goku's focus is to be better, period. Right, and
1: that's the problem. But Vegeta's chasing
0: Goku, Goku's chasing everything. (laughs) But on the day
1: it happens, I'd be curious to see how that storyline works.
0: I don't know. He, but but you also got to remember this. Vegeta and Goku have never have never had a decisive one-on-one battle on who wins. Goku well, you know, Goku okay. has never beaten Vegeta in a one-on-one confrontation.
1: Yes. But we all know that the uh, we have to go we have to approach it the best barometer we can. And that's visually watching Goku overcome things that Vegeta
0: can't. But that's not true because Vegeta has overcome more things than Goku. Goku has quite the loss record. <laughs> he has quite the loss well, record. Well, we're
1: saying we're saying in terms of like, for instance, when he fought Freezer, it wasn't Vegeta who pulled that off. Yeah. When he fought Cell, once again, it wasn't Vegeta who pulled that off, and Goku was hanging longer. And
0: it wasn't Goku that pulled it off either. Right, but Goku was
1: hanging longer. Magic. In, Bu- in,
0: in fact, in fact, Vegeta had more success against Cell than Goku did. Goku, Vegeta let Cell become better than him.
1: Goku had the third form in his pocket in the Majin Buu series.
0: He also, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, he had it in his pocket, but he couldn't use it.
1: And now we can say in this new super, if we go with Jiren, well, you know, in the end, Goku broke out Ultra Instinct. Now, can he use it on a dime? No, but he did break it out.
0: But all these things don't matter because the series has also proven that Even when people are more powerful than you, you can still beat them.
1: I'm just saying that it would be nice to see a storyline, because they have the Yamcha storyline where Yamcha, in a manga someone's doing on his own, that Yamcha's actually rates rates somehow. It's actually decent. They also have a Vegeta storyline where Vegeta actually fell on Earth, was the one who fell on Earth and not Goku.
0: Oh, that's a fan storyline. Yeah. The Yamcha one is an actual manga series
1: but the fan storyline if i remember right has comics yeah 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 yeah. i
0: know yeah there's a lot of fan storylines with right. dragon balls yeah i it. know
1: the japanese aren't as you know restrictive
0: no because everything makes money and they don't care
1: <laughs> <laughs> not quite because they're very weird when it comes to youtube videos
0: yeah they shut those down because People they're international don't... yeah i know it's weird <laughs> they're international that's why yeah so i think uh so in conclusion if you're not interested in the fandom ah fuck it (laughs) all right if you're not interested in the fandom ah fuck it let it go don't worry about it let the people talk around you who cares but if you are interested in it there is a gateway to get into it you just take it just divide it into pieces and take the slice that you want and if after you've eaten that slice another sauce which makes you feel like I should, bake it. I should all right on that note I think it's time I go to bake go and out pie. and get pie yeah, no 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 I'm pie. not gonna I'm not gonna get pie I'm gonna bake pie yeah, gonna oh, okay. Go. well with that said see ya later I will see you later bye bye later I will see you later bye bye see y'all later